Hello and welcome to Navigating Nursing. I am your host, Laura Whitehead, a registered adult nurse, a critical care nurse, qualified lecturer and fellow of the Higher Education Academy. And I'm joined today by Victoria Williams, who is a nursing associate working in a high secure psychiatric services. Hello, Victoria. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, thank you for having me. So you graduated as a nursing associate back in 2019 and you studied at the University of West London. I'm going to take you back way before then. Were you always interested in working in healthcare? Yeah, I always wanted to be a nurse growing up. Um, my grandmother was a nurse. Okay, it's in the genes I went then. into healthcare. Yeah, I went into healthcare when I was 21 um, and I've been doing it ever since. So, and what yeah. roles had you done before you trained as a nursing associate? Um, I'd always been a healthcare assistant um, or a healthcare facilitator, as we called it in, in my area of work. But it was the same thing under a different title, really. We like a different title just to make life yeah. a bit more confusing. Yeah. But yeah, since I was 21, I was a healthcare assistant. And then um, I had my children. I had three children during that time. So it kind of felt that the timing was never right to then go on and do nursing um, until the nursing associate program came out and it was like yes this is my in (laughs) yeah so what made you interested in the program the accessibility of it the nurse training the BSE or the apprenticeship as it often is now wasn't accessible to me because I have a family and financial commitments that I wouldn't have been able to meet Um, whereas when the nursing associate course came out it kind of took me halfway there and I got paid while I was training and was it that it was it was advertised through your trust the nursing it was it was so because I started my cohort with the fast followers for the legacy cohort so we didn't really know what we were getting into we knew that it was going to take us to a foundation degree level and that we were going to be somewhere in the middle of Mm. healthcare assistant and registered nurse but we didn't really have an idea of what it was going to be in the long term so it was really it was really exciting and quite daunting at the same time but it was through the trust and and our kind of training advertising system and was that through was it your kind of hub or your main clinical area was that the same service that you're working in at the moment it is it it was yeah so I also want to have a little talk about you've been redeployed you know through covid you've worked in a covid isolation ward and you've also worked at the vaccination center how did you find being redeployed as a nursing associate um so to the covid ward it was within my trust it was just a different setting um but it was interesting because obviously the staffing pressures that were already existing and then they were added to by the covid crisis um they pull people from different areas so it was really nice to work with people from a variety of backgrounds Mm -hmm. um but then all coming together with the same aim we gelled as a team and became so kind of close within that short period of time that we were working together it was it was a good experience it was a really good learning experience and then going to the vaccination center and working with with the public and seeing how positive everybody was and and how together we'd come kind of as a society I guess wanting to to overcome the pandemic it was it was uplifting although the situation the, the overall situation was difficult but seeing everybody coming together was really uplifting 
And so I've been doing the vaccinator training for North Central Thames. I've been also working at the centres. Well, we started last December training people and we didn't think, you know, we, we're still training people. We thought we would, oh, you know, we'll do this one contract. It'll be a few months and then, you know, that'll be us. We didn't ever kind of envisage it would be what it is. And I think you're right. It's the positivity. I remember working in, walking into the big vaccination centre they'd made in the business design centre in Angel. And it was massive. Like all you could see was rows and rows of cubicles. And I remember walking in and thinking, they think that every cubicle, like every cubicle is going to be filled with a vaccine. Like, and we had literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people coming each day. And it was like, and everyone, especially last January, was so thankful. Like we had people crying when they got, you know, I'm sure you've had similar situations. And it was really the positive side because really that feeling of oh I'm actually I've just given someone their jab and that like that's going to help protect them that's going to mean they can see their children or their grandkids or yeah you know stop isolating and it was that emotional side and I did the first thing this guy walked out and, you know when your eyes go and I was like pull yourself together you're an intensive care nurse why are you crying about <laughs> a vaccine <laughs> yeah that real you're right it's that real big contrast isn't it to like if someone's on a covid ward or an isolation ward you know they're really unwell when they need all of that support to then yeah well people just coming in and and having their vaccine yeah experience of redeployment you know puts a really positive spin on it I think sometimes the word redeployment is a sinking feeling isn't it for everyone that oh I'm going to be moved away from my colleagues and it's not my comfort zone and what if I don't you know know the clinical skills or the language or the paperwork it's a whole different environment isn't it that you know you haven't necessarily signed up for yeah but I think that's the beauty of the nursing associate role because it the training covers kind of the four core areas and I think it's it's it helps us to be able to go and help in different areas yeah. because that, that that's what the role was designed for not to have us job hopping but to give us a kind of general basic understanding kind of jack of all trades of nursing I guess to a point mm-hmm. so that we can jump in and, and help out where where we're needed and go from um, the kind of psychiatric services did you find the clinical skill side you know of working in the covid ward was that an area that you were worried about you know was there a lot of training did you feel like you developed as a practitioner from that personally no because I've I work bank in adult nursing areas and I do a lot in a hospice so for me I've tried to maintain my skills outside of the psychiatric field as well since I qualified but I think for some of my colleagues that were redeployed with me that was certainly something that they found that they were developing the skills that they had learned but hadn't necessarily been able to put into practice since they qualified and you know you've just said that you do bank and that's a really good way of keeping those experiences you know that that skill level up outside of your role I think sometimes bank is almost seen not as a negative thing but as a you're you know you're not in one area all the time sometimes you book shifts in different places it's a bit ad hoc um but actually I think it's a really good it's a really good way especially say you know you're you're working in mental health that it really gives you that ability to develop in the hospice or in a different area yeah I mean I feel very strongly about the need to develop um, cohesion between services especially between mental and physical health services mm. so for me to be able to maintain skills on both sides I feel like maybe I'm contributing to the development of that somehow yeah yeah of course 
You are. I think that's something we've seen. I've had a lot of colleagues. I was doing my advanced assessment module a few years ago at King's for non-medical practitioners. And we had a lot of really senior like band eight, band eight Bs um, from mental health units were then doing the physical assessment course. And they were saying, really, it was it was like half the cohort. And we, we were quite a big group. And they were saying that it purely was because they'd had a lot of incidences with acutely unwell, you know, patients in secure facilities that didn't get you know assessed there wasn't timely documentation there wasn't the escalation and that was really their trust's way of trying to you're as you said you know bring that cohesion together between yeah. mental and, uh, and physical health is the hospice an area that you had worked in clinically before or is it something that you were interested in since you've graduated um so when i first started out in healthcare i started out in elderly and dementia care units um so I was used to kind of end of life care, but not not in the same way mm. as we get in the hospice. Um, but palliative care is something that I really I wouldn't say enjoy. I think that's the wrong word, but I find it really fulfilling um, to be able to kind of support people as they come to the end of their life. You've also done a Florence Nightingale Foundation Leadership Programme for Mental Health Nursing Associates. How did you find, you know, being on that leadership programme? It was so valuable. It was so valuable. I was so um, honoured, I guess, to be given the opportunity. Um, It was advertised, um, I think I saw it on Twitter, first off Good old um, and then it, I love Twitter um, and then later on at work it came out on like our intranet um, but it was it was incredible it, it kind of highlighted areas that maybe you wouldn't think of um, and maybe that people might not introduce to you in the workplace as I think in a way it kind of tapped into yourself your subconscious um, and it, it was a really good way of developing your leadership skills without it feeling like you were being spoken down to, yeah. I think, as happens in some kinds of training. And as well, I think sometimes when you do generic training for everybody, it's so hard to pitch, you know, what level that conversation happens at or if everyone's in different job roles how do I go about teaching people the kind of I don't know general principles or development where being on a program that's specifically focused for nursing associates and particularly within your field of practice where you work you know in the psychiatric unit it's perfect isn't it really yeah and the Florence Nightingale Foundation is such a a good thing to be involved with I mean they they still keep in touch and I'm still in touch with some of the people from the course as well um and it's yeah it was really nice to be involved in and I think it's all I found actually I'm the same with a lot of courses I've done you then make a new I don't know nursing work friend don't you to say yeah I'm gonna I'm thinking of applying for this or I've been offered this opportunity at work what do you think and I think it's really good that you've got people to bounce ideas and particularly with nursing associate you know I don't know whether you work with any other nursing associates in your workplace but some people might not you know some people might they might be the only nursing associate or there might only be one other doing training and actually having somewhere where everyone comes together you can then see what everyone else does in their roles and what their development looks like yeah that was that was another benefit of it because obviously being one of the first there weren't there weren't any we were split we were split among wards there was only kind of me on my ward and when you're on your own wards, you don't tend to see other people very much, really, unless you're coming in or out of work. 
so it was nice to have time to kind of sit in a room although it was online sit in a room (laughs) with with other nursing associates and talk about different experiences it's something you'd recommend to anyone absolutely okay get the applications in people (laughs) you've heard it here um so as you've said you you work across you know a real variety of clinical areas what made you particularly be interested in mental health particularly working in the high secure psychiatric service so growing up my mum was mentally ill but she wasn't diagnosed until I was in my late teens um so I kind of was her carer as a youngster until I left home I went into healthcare with the view that I was going to go on and do my adult nursing And then I found that actually I was developing an interest in mental health nursing. And I'm never one to do things by halves. So rather than just... You're going to do it, you've got to fully commit. Yeah. Rather than just going and finding any old mental health nursing job, I decided to go all the way to High Secure for my first experience. And um, yeah, I haven't looked back. I've been there nearly 10 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. You've managed to study, you know, as we said, you were one of the first... Uh, nursing associates to graduate through the program have you how did you find you know going back and academic study again and working at university and modules how how did you find that um in terms of the, the working at that level studying at that level I was already doing a psychology degree through the open university okay. I like to keep my brain ticking over even in my spare time so that that was okay it was the balancing it with family I found that actually having a set timetable mm. and set deadlines and things you kind of have to make sure that your time management skills are on point but otherwise work were really supportive the university were really supportive and the my peers in the classroom although we came from different areas and we were largely adult nursing based students there were nine out of 40 of us that were from mental health we we all supported each other so that was it it was nice it was tough because nobody really knew where it was going Mm. and at the time it wasn't an NMC approved course because it was the first one um so I think even the university at times were kind of finding things out as we went and having to adapt as we as we grew but overall the the experience was positive even though it had its challenges and how did your workplace or how did you find being in your workplace you know turning up as as now as a student compared to being a healthcare support worker did that transition, was that quite natural? Was that quite easy? Or did it take a little while to kind of establish yourself? I think it was harder for the staff to adapt than it was for the patients. The patients kind of took it all in their stride. Victoria's doing this today instead of this. Yes. And, you know, um, and they were really interested. So what does this new role mean to us? How is this going to benefit us? How, how you know, what do we get out of it? <laughs> um, but I think I think it was much harder for the staff to adapt than it was for the patients, especially some of the nurses. It's like, well, what does this mean for us? I think there was a kind of, are you going to encroach on our jobs? Yeah. Um, how are you going to help us? Are you going to hinder us? Because we're already short staffed and now you want us to teach you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, once they got used to it, and it didn't take very long for them to get used to it, it was fine. People listening might not have know a lot about high secure psychiatric services. You know, they might not know what a nursing associate role does within that service. Do you mind just telling everyone a little bit about your, your job role at the moment? 
high secure services we've only got three high secure hospitals in england ashworth rampton and broadmoor and it's for people with severe and largely enduring mental health disorders who require a high secure environment to receive treatment um they will come to us either from other mental health services or prison transfers sometimes so that that's kind of what we're about as a service the nursing associate role within that is to ensure that we are meeting their needs as the role isn't hugely different from that in adult nursing in terms of where we fit into the structure of the nursing kind of hierarchy Mm. but we support the senior nurses and the patients come to us kind of first they tend to work their way up so they'll come to us and then if we need to refer them up to one of the nurses then that's what we'll do and are you involved with kind of giving medications and assessments as well um so the assess the assessment side of it falls within the remit of the registered nurses assessments and care planning fall to the registered nurses but then providing the care and monitoring and feeding back will come to us we do the medication we'll do depot medication um we we only countersign for controlled drugs um in in my work area anyway but yeah there's there on the face of it there doesn't appear to be a huge difference between us and the registered nurses it's kind of the stuff behind the scenes like the care planning and the the kind of input that goes on behind the scenes is what differentiates us really thank you for thank you for explaining that so have you got any advice for anyone that is interested in becoming a nursing associate be prepared for the fact that it is still relatively new and that a lot of people won't know who you are or what you're about not everybody's going to be positive about the role but that's where you can step in and show them how amazing we are and we can do all of this to help you and they soon come around but you have to kind of break through that sometimes I think that also there's a lot of nursing associates that have trained outside of the NHS Mm. and we I think they tend to be kind of forgotten about because there is all this focus on on us who do work within the NHS that their experiences are very different and I find that actually from speaking to some of the nursing associates from outside of the NHS their integration has been more difficult Mm. um I think there's a lot of work to do around that but I think if it's something that you're really interested in go for it if you're a little bit younger and you're dabbling with the idea of nursing but you're not quite sure then it's a really good kind of midpoint kind of to see if maybe it is for you train as a nurse and associate do it for a couple of years see if that works before you commit to going all the way to to registered nursing what are your career aims what are your career goals going forward so I'm actually going back to university in March to do my top up thank you and I'm going to be doing my registered nursing and mental health, but I aim to dual register eventually. So I'll do my adult nursing as well. Um, Still with that aim of trying to bring the two together somehow. (laughs) You're a woman on a mission. (laughs) I am, absolutely. 
Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Victoria. And thank you for your, your words of wisdom, your bits of advice for anyone listening. It's been lovely to talk to you. No worries. Thank you for having me. Thank you.